called the Perform Plan System. And again, I've used this now for uh, years in different ways, but um, um, you know, specifically with teams, well over the last five years, really um, supporting them in their goals and objectives. So I'm going to break it down for you here. There's six key elements. So first is vision. What is our destination? So this gets into the world of goals. And, um, you know, you could say that vision is your goal and it, it makes up goals, but really it's a conversation with yourself as a leader and then perhaps and usually with your team, which is what is it that we're out to accomplish? Uh, what does this look like accomplished? And I'll get more into that in a, in a moment. Uh, the second element of this system, remember when, when built together and holistic will guarantee results on your team is strategy. So once the vision is set, strategy really answers the question, what is the route we choose to take? Next is priority actions. What is the work we need to do to get us there? Next is accountability. Who is needed, where, and when? Next is measurement. How will we know we are on track? And then the sixth element is calibration. How do we fine tune to reach our destination? So I'm going to go into a bit more detail in each of these, but I want you to first of all, just get present to the holistic nature of this system. Uh, I know for many of you in business planning, some of these terms may not be new, right? We all want accountability. We know we need to measure results. We know we need to prioritize. But And the way this is structured will actually force the brain of your team, the brain of your organization to think from a strategic perspective all the way through to what are the actions today and how do we manage this over time to success. That's very unique. You know, you can do a goal setting exercise, which says, what do you want to accomplish? Okay, fine. You could do a strategy exercise, which says, uh, you know, what are your best strategies this year to produce business results? Fine. You could do, um, uh, you know, uh, accountability exercise. I guess many people don't. This is the, often the most overlooked aspect of this plan because this is actually where people need to say, I'm accountable for something, which is hugely missing on teams. Um, but you could do that exercise. But again, all of those done piecemeal don't build a holistic system. Okay. Uh, so by following this, you are going to ensure that there's not one ball that falls. There's nothing that you're overlooking in the execution of your goal. And that's really why it's called a perform plan system. You know, performance married with planning. It's just not planning and now we got to go do the work. No, the plan itself and the revisiting of the plan on a regular basis forces you to deal with your performance and forces the questions like, what are we missing? What's not working? Where, uh, what is it that we're measuring that's behind or off track ultimately with where we want to uh, finish or accomplish? Does this make sense so far? All right. Very good. So let's look at each of these just briefly on their own. Vision. What is our destination? Okay. So we need to start with the end in mind. <clears throat> so vision is not just what you see as possible, but it's also, you know, as I say here, painting 
and shaping a picture of that future reality with yourself and with your team and creating the space and time to design your future. I'll just say a couple things about this. Um, starting with the end in mind is often overlooked on teams. What I find in working with teams is people have a lot of good ideas that they think may solve some problems today is mostly where people are thinking from. Like, how can we solve problems? And while that can be a valid exercise and you should probably solve some problems, it's not going to be any um, step change in performance for the organization. A step change in performance looks like, what is the desired outcome? What does the future look like optimally orchestrated? How do we architect something? You're creating the future. You're designing the future. There's a flavor to it, which is you're not in reaction to a problem. You're actually coming from a blank space called, we could have this business look any way we want. And if that was the case, how would we have it look? And when you have that conversation, it's less about fixing something and it's more about creating something. And it's very important because as I say here, once set, what set? The vision set. Once the vision set, the system then gets built to make it happen. So when I work with teams, I will not pass this step until the team says, and ultimately the leader of the company or whoever's, you know, in charge and really on the hook for the success of everything says, this is absolutely a future, which is desirable. This is absolutely a future, which if we could organize for would be worth our leadership, would be worth my professional time, would enliven me, would enrich us, would, you know, however you would say that, uh, that, that all elements of the business are kind of started to be thought through from everything from revenue to profit to ease of execution to the impact in society or to the customers. And that this future starts to emerge as something much bigger than just let's be better than last year. It doesn't need to be Bet it doesn't need to be bigger necessarily, but the quality of the conversation is such that it is completely authentic for that group of people to say, this is what we're up to. Does this communicate? <clears throat> and don't move on until you've got that. Because I tell you what, this is the pitfall of most teams. We waste a lot of time and money, huge amounts of money. I was just working with a client yesterday and he said, the CEO said, we spent $2 million in marketing in the last year. And I don't think we fulfilled one outcome out of it. That was what we set out to do. That's pretty amazing, right? And, but that's not atypical. That, that is how normally it works. It's people get to busy work and they start working on projects thinking they're doing a good job and maybe they are in very um, uh, fractured conversations, okay? And it's not forwarding the overall outcome of the organization. So it's not focused. There's wasted time, there's wasted money, and there's disappointment for everyone. So let's not spend any time building a system until we've answered the question that this is actually what we want. And what does the outcome look like that we're actually talking about here? Okay, so that's important. And again, I pause here because even with the teams I lead, they all want to move. Yeah, Chad, enough talk about the vision. We get it. Let's get to the action. Let's get to like how we're going to make it happen. Yeah, but have you answered what it is you want to make happen yet? Really? 
Because we're going to set the whole organization in motion right now for the next year, two years, three years, five years, next decade, potentially. We're going to set the course here in what you've all discussed today right now. Is that sufficient thinking in time? People think they can do this in 30 minutes, 45 minutes, two hours, and you're going to go work for the next five years inside what you decide now. You've got to give it the space to think quality and to think with care and to really say, we are designing a future which we're going to now set out to live. Do we want to live this future? Is it expressive of who we are? Is this what I want in my future? Right? Those are big questions. And as an executive, you get to say. So that's the space of this. Now I will move on, although I really want you to know I don't move on with the groups. And I invite you not to move on. Don't rush it. I'm also not saying take six months, but you know, when you confront, you're going to be living what you declare here, you probably will find yourself slowing down. So we will move. So the second aspect here, strategy. So once we define where we're going, now we've got to uh, ask the question, what's the route we choose to take? So this is creative thinking, uh, it's strategic thinking. A strategy answers the question, how are we going to get from there? Sorry, how are we going to get to there from here? Okay, what's there? Well, think about marking an X on the summit of a mountain. And then you're going to choose your route up the hill. So you're hiking the mountain. Now you've, you've, you've declared what the summit is in step one. And you've really declared the summit. It's like, wow, we're going to summit that mountain. And that's going to be great when we're standing up there. And we kind of have a sense of what it will look like. And now you've got to choose as a team. You know, this is what makes you unique as a company. Uh, what is the route? There's probably five or six or there may be unlimited routes. I don't know. There's lots of ways to climb up that mountain. Are you going to scale that side? Are you going to walk up that path? Are you going to, where are you going to create base camp? Uh, what are the milestones along the way as you summit that mountain that you'll stop and say, you know, celebrate success, know we're on track. Uh, and the main thing here is you want to practice strategic thinking, which is how I define it, is it's all about working backwards. Strategy is about working backwards from the end goal, from your end vision. So you got to think not only how am I going to walk up the hill, but you can also imagine we're up there now. How did we get here? Right. And think backwards from summoning. So you're already up there celebrating the vision that's happened three years from now. And you're thinking, well, here's how we got here. And then you come backwards to the last base camp you're at before you summited the next day and piecemeal it back that way too. Because often when you're up to big goals, you can't see forward um, as well as you can see perhaps building something backward. So more I could say about this, but this is a, a mindset that's very important for teams to have when you're designing your strategies. Otherwise, again, you're gonna try and just do what you've always done to get new results and it may not be sufficient. And usually it's not. You think about the 80% of projects that fail, in my opinion, from what I've seen, often that's because they're using strategies that are not relevant to the new goal they set. And they're trying to use the same tricks and tools that they've always done to produce a different result, and it doesn't. All right. Priority actions. What is the work we need to do to get us there? So now, 
This is about when people go unconscious on teams. Okay. The next couple points here. People don't want to do this work. Vision, it's a bit easier for most people. And then, um, you know, strategies. Yeah, we can talk about all my good ideas. I can put them out on the table for the team to do it. But, you know, who's going to do it is somebody else, of course, not me. I'm just here sharing my ideas. I'm not actually going to do the work necessarily. So when we get into the next part of the perform plan process here, it forces, as I said earlier, it forces you to answer some tough questions. And the first one is, what is the work to be done? So now we've set course on that summit, on that vision, and we have to say, what's the body of work? You know, um, not to beat the analogy to death, but when I was doing the triathlon and then I'm going to learn how to swim and yeah, there's a system, but what's the work to be done? Well, I had to buy certain things and then I had to like do my diet in a certain way. Those are all priority actions. If I didn't eat right, if I didn't sleep right, and then my coach was kicking my butt in the pool, it was not going to work. So there are some new things that I need to prioritize in my life, given the goal I set. And if I didn't prioritize them, then I wouldn't take action on them. And then I wouldn't, and then I would give up because now I'm back into willpower and that's not going to be sufficient. So your business needs to um, not just look at what you've always done, but look at now, what are the bodies of work? Oh, let me build this out. So what does this mean? List the workflows, list the projects, list initiatives that will produce the actions. Okay. Um, focus directly on the areas that have relevance to realizing the vision. This is, again, prioritization. People always say, I have too much to do. Okay, no, you don't have too much to do. You have what there is to do, but you are accurate in saying, or I would say it this way, there's only so much you can put in your calendar. So you need to choose what's going to go in your calendar to get done because you only have 24 hours in a day. So how are you going to use them that time? And the organization has an organizational calendar. And yes, the organization can build a skill set to build performance and high performance as a team. The, the better you communicate, the more urgently you communicate, the more efficiently you plan, the more efficiently you use your time, productivity, of course, can enhance your ability to produce more output. Um, however, you still need to fit whatever that level of output is in your calendar. The prioritization here, you need to ask as an organization, what uh, listed, you know, what are the priorities? What projects now are here? And I promise you, some will fall off the list. Some of the things you've been focused on, you won't be focused on anymore because it won't fit. And this is more almost in a negotiation with yourself and the team. What are we going to focus on? If I do this, can I do this? If I do this, will this have to be set aside? When will this fit? Is this a quarter one goal, two goal, three goal, four goal? Or is this a, like a five year from now goal? Or is this that we're never going to do this goal? This is where you get ruthless with what's actually happening in the organization. Okay. So as I said here, confront what matters most in the business. 